0: Good, Good morning, morning millennials. millennials. Welcome back to the Toast and Happy Friday. Skibidi do da da de, da do, da scat
1: <laughs> Why don't you give us a Luke Combs version of Friday, since we all know that's where you're headed this weekend, and we can just yeah. rip the
0: bandaid off? Okay, um... <laughs> it's hard. Honestly, that's like hard. <laughs> yeah it's friday oh yeah drinking beer bitch and getting my truck okay luke holmes would never call a woman a bitch like you know our respectful king
1: yeah he would never um but it's luke holmes weekend for you i'm excited for you living vicariously through you jealous of you feeling all the feelings for you
0: i'm so sorry that you are not able to join us um i'm very excited i don't want to like i feel like on a Friday's episodes, a lot of the times I'm, like, headed somewhere, whether it's, like, a weekend away. And most of the time, like, you, like, couldn't care less. You like, couldn't pay the, me the, to go. Right, right. But this is definitely a tough pill for you to swallow, and I'm really sorry.
1: Yeah, well, I just hope that Luke gets laryngitis. And <gasps> he has to cancel <sighs> both shows <while gasps> when you're already at the
0: hotel. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> Jackie is wishing negative energy towards me. I reject, I reject your energy. I hope that your ball gets hit into the lake. My ball? Wow,
1: I'm quoting you and you don't even realize. Oh, oh yeah.
0: Your golf video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. You know, let's not dwell on it too much. How about that? Like, I'm just going away for the weekend. I'll see you on Monday.
1: Okay, maybe you will, maybe you won't.
0: Where are you going to go? This
1: could be the thing that breaks me.
0: Oh, she's, she'll be broken. Yeah. No, it's going to be hard, but I'll push through. I keep waiting, I keep waiting for you to be like, no, I'm kidding. I hope you have an
1: amazing time. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, honestly, I don't feel that way.
0: (laughs) You don't wish I have an amazing time. Honestly? Like, no. I, by the way, I'm an extremely like vindictive, jealous person. Like I understand where you're coming from. I can't even be mad. No,
1: and like I never said that before. Like when you went to when you guys were going to Eras, and I couldn't go. Like of course I wanted Stage to go, but like coach. I really, I hope you had an amazing time. Like it's okay, but like this is just a hair
0: too far. It's hitting different. Yeah. Okay. Well, my offer still stands to take you next weekend in Philly. Thank you for the offer.
1: Just think about it. Okay, I'll think about it. Just actually, I don't think I'm gonna drive with you for a while.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of <laughs> Jackie and I, yesterday, as promised, filmed our kind of a critically acclaimed, long-awaited second mukbang video ever. Um, it was uploaded to Patreon this morning, so it is an hour-long mukbang, and that's because it was not what we expected. Like it kind of turned into this absolutely miserable journey. Um, we routed poorly. We planned poorly. Um, we, all, we, like, had high hopes in the beginning, and then, like, the second thing started to go wrong, Jackie and I were both just in, like, foul no, fucking
1: moods. No, but, like, moods. everything was going wrong, Yeah, starting with the outer rail. Like, the GPS just took us the worst way every single time. The, yeah. We did plan a nice route, but apparently when you search, like, drive through fast food on Google and they give you a place, like, it's not actually a drive through. so that's yeah, Google's so we, fault.
0: We drove like so far for nothing and, you know.
1: But we did get food. We mukbanged, but not in the way that we were hoping to.
0: No, and we we tried to really like find the positives in in the journey and the positive was there. The positive was Sonic. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil, you know, the amazing work that we did, but I highly encourage you to go over to Patreon. Um, because Sonic is everything. And it was Jackie and I's both first time at Sonic. Yeah, it was.
1: The video is up now. You can watch it now, patreon.com slash the toast. It is so long because there was just like so much journey.
0: Yeah. Like there so re- many unexpected
1: turns. The ratio of like eating to to driving, to talking and driving and singing, it's probably like a fifth.
0: 100%. I was gonna say like 70 30.
1: 70 driving? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying 30% eating, I'm saying 20%.
0: Okay, we're so in line mathematically. Let's call it 25. I hope not sporadically of course. Let's call it 25. Well I hope everybody enjoys that a nice you know extra treat on this Friday Friday gotta get down on Friday. And get your ass to a Sonic if there's one near you. That's the moral of the story. Get your ass to a Sonic.
1: Maybe when you go on your road trip this weekend you guys could stop at Sonic and you could tell Margot and Emily like
0: you're kind of a connoisseur on the menu make some recommendations. We actually have routed our journey to Boston already. We will be stopping at Cheesecake Factory on the way, which I'm happy with. Mukbang part three. Mukbang part three. What are we going to eat in the car? You could eat. Oh, does Mukbang have to be in a car? Not historically, especially where Mukbang originates in Asia. It's, I think, mostly done at home. American Mukbang. I don't know what it is about American culture that we all just, like, sit in our car and eat. It's fast food. But – yeah, we, Mukbang, America's version, is definitely giving, you know, auto energy. What do you get from Cheesecake Factory? Depends on the day. Depends on, like, where I'm at in my health journey. Um, if you're, if I you're love, splurging. I love the orange chicken. Okay. I love a grilled chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I love, um, that's pretty much it. If you're being skinny? <laughs> like grilled chicken and rice. Oh, okay. Cool. No bread.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. And then I hope you get food
0: poisoning. <laughs> and then I hope your car crashes. No, no. No, Nothing you know, crazy. No. Who are you wearing rollers for? Oh, I got to blow out this morning just because like, I don't want to be, you know, doing my hair all weekend. We're going to the concert tonight and tomorrow night and I want my hair just to be like taken care of for me. So I figured while we were podcasting, I'll let my front pieces set and wear my rollers. That's so nice. You could drive with them too. I was thinking that, but they are annoying me. Are they? Yeah, the Velcro rollers, like, are good because you don't need clips, but they're not, like, the most sturdy. But you could just put a clip in and it would become sturdy. Turdy's not feeling sturdy. You could be turdy sturdy with a clip. I could, but then I find when you put a clip in with your roller, like, it leaves a little indentation, you know? Gotta get the right clip. Which I certainly don't have here. I'm limited. Yeah. Agreed. You gotta invest in a clip. So before I head out on my journey, which, you know, we're hoping here is going to be terrible, um, we've got some business to attend to. We've got Fast Five Stories. We've got, you know, some dog business. Oh my God, wait. I spoke on a panel last night. Mm -hmm. It was fabulous. Um, And then, you know, before and after there was like a little schmooze with people who work at the company. And of course, you know, the toasters found their way to me. And one of the toasters who was fabulous introduced me to her coworker. Guess what his name was? I don't know guess Harry no 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 something really toasty I don't know
1: come on I really I can't my brain can't expand that far
0: Bryson (gasps) Streisand I said Bryson as Bryson of the Bryson Streisands and what did he say he didn't know what I was talking about because he was just the co-worker of the toaster. He was just the co-worker. Wow.
1: Well, nice fella. Bryson is here at my feet catching up on his Z's because he and I and the whole family had a horrible night's sleep thanks to oh the no. little angel baby Harry who woke up at 1130 and didn't go back to sleep until 330.
0: Little angel baby
1: Harry. It was really brutal. Like he wakes up a lot in the night and he's been go- falling back asleep like a little faster because he just sleeps with us. But he was just up. Like, what do you do when they're just up at 1130?
0: Did Harry, like, have some caffeine or
1: something? <laughs> no, that's that's what it was. He was just, like, ready to play. He was singing. Like, it was
0: – we tried everything. and Honestly, I know it's, like, torture, but it sounds like heaven. <laughs> no, I know.
1: For a while it was, but then I was really starting to fall asleep, and, like, he really – he wasn't. Yeah. And – then he kept me up, and then when he find- eventually falls asleep, then you have to start falling asleep. I didn't fall asleep till like, four last night, and I hadn't oh my God. slept before, like, when he woke up at 11.30, I was still reading, so.
0: Well, the weekend couldn't be coming at a better time for you, alarm-free living. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's, so if
0: I'm crabby today, just please oh, forgive okay. me. Oh, okay. See, that's why I always tell everyone when I'm on my period because if I'm crabby, I think context is important. So thank you for sharing that, and I know you actually want me to have an amazing time this weekend. It's just the exhaustion getting to you. No, that part I meant. <laughs> I'm kind of living for crabby Jackie.
1: I know I hate to be her, but like, and then and then but of she, course but Jackie.
0: I hate to be her, but she lives inside me. She
1: does. And of course, when it's like 3.30, then I'm like so stressed about, you know, what time I have to wake up, and then, then I have to do the toes, and I'm so tired, and I'm so angry. And it's just, it was stressful.
0: I'm so sorry. Your crabby energy is 100% earned. I will not take it personally. And I'm kind of looking forward to the crabby energy you're going to be giving these really turnt stories.
1: Oh, okay. can't wait to do so. Also, I just wanted to share something so funny, because last night... Before I exported the vlog, like, we did something so technologically savvy. Claudia watched the vlog. Like, we FaceTimed and I shared my screen. And Mm -hmm. so we watched it together through screen sharing. Yeah. And I told Zach, like, because he he was, like, watching clips of the vlog while I was editing it. And I'm like, by the way, we're about to watch it. So if you want to, like, sit down and watch with us. And literally halfway through, I was, like, trying to take pictures, like, for three minutes of my chip, which, like, just being stupid. And he was, like are are we being filmed and I was like what do you mean uh, he's like this is a live viewing oh, oh my god Jackie okay <laughs> he thought that we Jackie were, we were recording like that people were watching us watch the vlog watch and the I'm vlog. like have you been sitting here the whole time thinking that you're on camera
0: Okay, because, you know, I was really thinking, because I kept looking at you guys while we were watching, I'm like, it's literally so sweet, like, Zach thinks we're so funny and interesting, (laughs) because, like, no matter what, whenever I'm showing Ben something, the vlog is 54 minutes, so I'm like, okay, after 10 minutes, even, you know, somebody who loves us dearly is gonna get, like, all right, can I go home now? I was like Zach is so attentive he is such a doll I really don't give him enough credit for being so supportive of our work and now I know he just thought he was being filmed yeah he
1: thought that he was on camera I'm like you think I would sit here on camera like this like just taking pictures of my chip
0: witch I'm like in dying. That's the cutest like thing ever but I am crushed like I thought he was really sporting us I need
1: to try and think eventually he did like go to the other side of the couch and like stop watching the vlog but I don't know if it was right when he realized he wasn't being
0: recorded <laughs> wait that's truly like the funniest thing ever
1: it was so funny and I wanted to tell you but I was on mute because we were screen sharing yeah, yeah.
0: so I did oh my god that's so precious I can't <laughs> that's literally the most precious thing yeah oh i just thought of today's title
1: hmm.
0: i just feel like i want to say it because like we always forget okay sturdy turdy and crabby jackie something along those lines just giving like our energies
1: okay pending
0: nothing better comes she hates along. she hates it like, no
1: sometimes like when we put our names in the title we
0: can't do it all that often and we do it i don't really feel like we do we don't do it like sound, every day, but sound off in the comments. What do you think about the title "Sturdy Turdy" and "Crabby Jackie"?
1: It's just when you think you have to think about it in the context of the charts and like what people listen. Will gravitate fuck towards. the
0: charts! Like I can't keep living for the charts. The charts, like really, I think it's becoming like a toxic platform for me. I have to stop living for the charts. Like I'm sacrificing my own happiness and creativity for the charts. I don't think that you
1: are. I don't think that. No,
0: I believe that. I truly, genuinely believe that I am.
1: I don't think that anybody could get you to do something that you didn't want to do.
0: The charts could.
1: The charts could, but they don't because they're a reflection of of Claudie, of Turdy's will.
0: Turdy's will. Okay, that could be a title. <laughs> a reflection of Turdy's will.
1: Yeah, but we can not have our like, names in
0: the title. I'll make an exception. Now I'm Krabby Jackie. Totally. And I'm All right, should we dive in? Yeah, let's dive in. in. The
1: stories we need to round out the week with these stories. Some updates. Some updates, put a pin in it. Actually, yeah.
0: I feel like three of them are updates. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, without further ado, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know before we round out the week.
0: And the Fast Five Stories That You Need To Know Before We Round Out the Week are brought to you by Barkbox, a monthly themed box of original toys, delicious treats, and unleashed joy for the Strice brother in your life. So I have been a Bark when I knew I was getting a dog, the actual first thing I did was subscribe to Barkbox because keeping up with like treats, toys, they go through that stuff so fast, and having it come monthly is so helpful. And they do it so cute at Bark Box. Every box is tailored to your dog's unique needs and personality, and it's designed to make them happy. Bark Box is made by Bark. The dog obsessed company with one goal, just to make dogs as happy as they make us. And playtime isn't just for pups. It's also for the pup parents. Every BarkBox is designed to bring dogs and their humans together. Opening your monthly BarkBox becomes a special tradition for the whole family. It's also hard to beat the value and convenience of BarkBox. Every month, you're getting high quality dog goodies delivered right to your door, and it's making your dog so happy. So yes, it's way more cost efficient to get it all in one box. It's, you know, you're getting tons of treats, toys, and they're always themed. It's so cute. Like in February, they do like Valentine's Day. They have like the cutest themes, and it's so special, and Theo loves it. And of course, we've got a great deal for you guys. If you have a dog in your life, it's not too late to sign them up for BarkBox. And if you have, you know, a puppy coming and you're trying to prep, like, what do I do? Sign up for BarkBox. It'll save you so much time. So sign up now and BarkBox will double your first box for free. So that's twice the toys, treats, and shoes. So to start spoiling your dog, visit BarkBox.com toast. That's Bark, B-A-R-K, box.com toast, BarkBox.com slash, T-O-A-S-T. Today's episode is also brought to you by Dipsy, a new sponsor that I'm very excited about. So whether you're lounging by the pool, soaking up the sun in your own backyard, or stuck on a long commute, Dipsy Stories is your passport to a world of sun-kissed adventures and unforgettable encounters this summer. So Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. So if you're an audiobook girly, if you're a smut girly, this is the app for you. So they bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters, discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, hot and heavy hookups. you know They have a lot of my favorite tropes, friends to lovers. They're super inclusive. They have stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. You can now listen to spicy audios by your favorite TikTok creators. They're attentive to your every need. They prioritize your pleasure and have voices that will make you melt. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories. They have wellness sessions and sexy written Stories to read. So let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to DipsyStories.com slash toast. That's 30 days off of full access for free when you go to DipsyStories.com toast. Dipsy is spelled D-I-P, excuse me, D-I-P, S-E-A, dipsystories.com slash toast, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash toast.
1: You need to be the face of Dipsy uh, Stories.
0: I need to be the voice.
1: Totally. It's audio smut. Yeah, it's literally everything. Our first story, Ariana Grande is dating her Wicked co-star, Ethan Slater, after Dalton Gomez split. So apparently Ari is dating Broadway alum Ethan Slater, who is her co-star in the upcoming film adaptation of Wicked. Sources confirmed to People. Uh, One source says Ariana and Dalton separated in January. She and Ethan recently began dating and he is separated from his wife. Reps for both stars have not returned multiple requests for comment. She's set to play Glinda in Wicked uh, movie. And he's playing Bach, the love interest of Elphaba's sister, Nessa.
0: So I think everyone went on a collective journey when they heard this. Like, oh, my God, Ari has a new man. It's Ethan Slater. Who? And then going to look him up and being like, oh. And then doing further research and finding out this man is, in fact, married. So then everybody went on, like, Instagram stock rampage trying to figure out, you know, the last time he posted a photo. The last time he posted a photo was, I believe, Mother's Day, which, you know, you can post for the mother of your child without being, you know, that's the sign of a good parent, you know. I am mean, excuse me, a good co-parent. Is that, like, you can wish, you know, the father or mother of your child a happy Mother or Father's Day. So it doesn't, it's not necessarily incriminating. Then, you know, Dumois came out and was like, no, they're fully married. Ariana's hung out with them a bunch of times. And, you know, the wife was completely blindsided by this affair. And then, you know, everybody then again did some research. And Ari kind of has, like, a track record of being, like, of stealing people's you know, man, unfaithful queen, you know? There was Big Sean who, you know, Naya Rivera. There was some overlap. There was, of course, Pete Davidson who I believe broke up with uh, Cassie David like four minutes before he went on a date with Ariana Grande. Like, she kind of, you know, and, you know, I do not in any way approve of, you know, stealing other people's men. But, having said that, you know, what we said earlier this week, how, like, Ari's just kind of this, like, you know, the seven husbands of Ariana Grande vibe. Like, I'm also here for her, like, kind of just, like, not giving a fuck, She's you know? just, She's the usurper. Yeah, literally. And, like, if she leans into it, like, whatever. You know, just just keep your man away from Ari.
1: Yeah. I think this time is the most messed up just because he's married and no, they have course. a kid. Um, But people are responsible for their own actions. And if this man's going to step out on his wife for Ari, then, like, he needs to be held accountable for that. A hundred
0: percent. And, like, you really can't... I, what's that? I think it's from... I forget what it's from. You can't lose something you never had. Like, this man... Was going to leave or he was going to cheat. Like he was so easily persuaded, you know? Yeah.
1: I'm not sure that directly applies here. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it's a good quote.
0: A beautiful quote. What so, movie is that from? Because you can't lose something you never had. Oh, she says it just like breaking that. breaking
1: up, but they like weren't in a good
0: relationship. I'm finding it. Something you never had movie. I think his name was like Chad or something. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm sorry. How to lose a guy in 10 days when they're, like, fighting outside in the yellow dress. Well, you can't lose something you never had then. Because they never were in a real relationship. Right. This is kind of giving that sort of vibe. (laughs) I feel like I've been saying not just in today's episode, but today's episode especially, but like all week, like saying vibe and energy so much. And I absolutely have to stop. Like those are not real words. They have no real meaning. They have, they have no substance. And I just keep saying like, that's the kind of energy we're giving. I found, I sound like such like a stereotypical moron. I need to stop saying it. I a hundred percent agree. I feel that way about
1: myself all the time. And the question I always ask is like, what word did we use before vibe or energy were introduced into the vernacular like five years ago? Like when, maybe we didn't maybe we were just speaking differently maybe we were saying different things and maybe we were saying something
0: but like but if, I don't if, know how if I know. went to
1: a party and I didn't like the vibe, and the vibe was off like how what would I have said
0: okay how was uh, let's okay ask me how the party was how was the party not so great why I don't, why. I don't know I just didn't feel like the um <laughs> it's impossible the ambiance was really <laughs> my vibe <laughs> right no it's so it's hard. I
1: always think but about that especially th- as it pertains to the word vibe because sometimes it's the only word for the job but it was only really introduced yeah like colloquially a few years ago so
0: what the fuck did we say before I'm not entirely sure also I feel like on this podcast, we are always trying to update our vernacular and, like, our vocabulary. We're always learning new words, acrimonious. So, you know, at least we're doing both. While we're also, you know, being dumb and saying vibe every other word, we're also learning new words. What's the word of the day? Let's let's go to Merriam-Webster. I got it. Okay. Also, in the
1: meantime, maybe we could find a synonym for vibe that we
0: could introduce. I just want to start, like, De- oh, oh, my God, you're kidding me. Oh, my God. I'm, by the way... We're living in a simulation. We're living in a simulation. What's the word of the day? Acrimonious or Bryson? No. Okay. Tell me if you know why we're living in a simulation. Okay. The word of the day is ameliorate. We love the word ameliorate. I'm always talking about how the only SAT word that ever really penetrated my vocabulary was ameliorate. And that was because I had this app that gave you clues. And ameliorate was about this girl, Amelia, who was, I think, like, you know, really unhappy in her life. And she needed to ameliorate that and make it better. Ameliorate means to make something such as a problem better or more tolerable. So it it sounds like you
1: don't need the word of the day. You're kind of like already on top of it.
0: No, this is like the most fruitless endeavor. I came to the word of the day to learn a new word, and it was a, the only word I and actually the word know. You know.
1: Well, then maybe that means you know every like all the words.
0: Don't you feel like that's crazy? Yeah, but that's um. I've told the ameliorate story on the podcast before. I feel
1: I I've heard it before, and I don't think that's something we would talk about like offline. No, we we
0: talk shit offline. <laughs> Literally, we don't talk about the English language. We don't talk about SAT prep. Oh my god, I'm freaking. Um, okay, what were
1: we talking about before we got here? Ariana. Ari. So she has this new man. Um,
0: and I, you know what? I'm I'm never on gonna you know defy uh, defy. I can't fucking talk defy today. gravity. I'm never gonna justify or defend. I was gonna say defy. I was gonna say defy, defend or justify, and I came out defy. You know, unfaithfulness. Now, I know there are certain situations where, like, people truly can't help themselves and, you know, love is, you know, blinding. I just, like, I saw a picture of this man and I just feel like she could have controlled herself.
1: <laughs> yeah. But like, he's not
0: that, you know, like, tantalizing. I just feel
1: like it's, when you're on a movie set, especially away from home, it's kind of like camp.
0: It's camp yeah. goggles.
1: And this is, so the hottest, this is the hottest guy at camp
0: that summer. I'm sure, you know, it is a musical theater production. There, there are limited might not straight men. be that many heterosexual men oh my god I saw the funniest tweet it was like well good job guys we made Nepo Baby such a big deal we could have had Ben Platt playing Bach and he's gay so like this never would have happened
1: oh is that why he's not I, I definitely, Bach
0: I didn't feel like that's no, a good tweet Jackie it was like a joke and I definitely misquoted it but like okay no
1: but I live? he still could have played Bach and why don't I he remember Bach I think he's the one who says can I wear this out to the party tonight no that's Fierro
0: fiero yeah shit yeah i don't remember a lot of like the male characters in wicked because to me there's only alphaba and glinda
1: yeah but she does have the sister the wicked one no no alphaba has a sister nessa
0: elf oh yeah oh wait glinda's sister's the wicked witch no El- no no Oh, wait, Glinda's... The, no, sorry, Alphabet is the Wicked yeah, Witch. Yeah, yeah. This
1: is her origin story. Sorry, that was, yeah. like, so dumb of me. And so her sister is Nessa, and they're just, like,
0: sissies. Oh, yeah, and her sister, like, doesn't have green skin, and, like, that's where Sheila and she's different. Yeah. Sounds like he's kind of an irrelevant character. I can't believe he even had any scenes with Glinda.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is going to be... The one. The one, by any, by any means. Like, I think when... Filming wraps, this wraps. Yeah. Except now filming's not going to wrap for a while because of the strike.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Whereas they were almost done filming.
0: Yeah, I read somewhere that they were 10 days away from being done.
1: Yeah, so now they're probably, like, holed up together,
0: waiting out the strike. So true. The strike is another – okay, this is another rom-com coming out of the strike. like yeah, – Like, this torrid love affair. She was
1: able to ward off temptation, like, the whole time they're filming the movie, and she's like, 10 more days, like, and then – and same for him. Like, he's like, I'm not going to look at Ari. My head's not going to turn for Ari. I have 10 more days. And then the strike goes into effect. And then they, like, Ooh. maybe maybe for some reason they have to get to, like, closer quarters. You know, because, like, budgets are cutting. So they have to, like, yeah, share. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hotels are yeah. being slashed.
1: Yeah. So they have to, like, share a room. Or, like, they have an joint enjoy- something.
0: Okay, I just want to say back to like actual real life. I don't think that this news could have come at a worse time for Ethan Slater because like he can't, you know, escape at work. He has to be home all the time. He's not allowed to work. Um, And his wife just found out about this affair and like presumably they were living together. You don't think he's still in London? and like I'm sure she came with him. It's a long time and like they're a family. That's true. And they're not like that famous. Like when you're such a major celebrity and like your partner goes abroad for a few weeks, like you're used to it and you have your own projects. But I feel like she probably came with him. I don't know. It depends. It, maybe she has stuff going on at home. Maybe.
1: Maybe she can't take off work. Maybe. The I don't think. She, I don't think she's there. I don't think Ari would do it under her nose.
0: Oh, but Dumas. Sorry, Dumas had said that she, that Ari had spent time with them, so meaning she was there. Maybe, she might have visited set. Maybe. Maybe when she heard about the strike, she was like, "Oh, you're in London. We can get some time off you, in London together." Wimbledon. Right. Wimbledon.
1: Okay, well, we'll keep you posted, but Ari's got a new man.
0: And I feel like, you know, on the heels of Jonah Hill and Ariana Grande, this is not a good month for normies. For normies. Yeah, two failed celebrity-normie relationships. Yeah, but
1: we also could cite two failed celebrity-celebrity relationships, like our next story. Yeah, but we know that, but we know that, you know? I think it's just relationships, you know, the statistic. 50% of marriages don't work out. So true. So 50% of your ships are going to sink. So true. And that's just a risk you take when you're a shipbuilder.
0: It's such it's such a kind of um, high-risk job.
1: <laughs> Our next story is a report that apparently Joe Manganiello's intense desire to have kids led to his divorce from Sophia Vergara. So Page Six is reporting that Joe Manganiello chose to end his seven-year marriage because they disagreed on the topic of children. A source close to Joe tells us he's always wanted to be a dad and that those feelings have only intensified in recent years. He's 46, Sophia's 51. It's unclear where she stood on the subject when the two said I do in November, 2015, but we're told she may have been open to it at the time. She already is a mom to her 31-year-old son, Manolo, who she shares with her ex-husband, Joe Gonzalez. And as we know, she was dragged into a lengthy court battle over custody of two frozen embryos from her 2013 IVF treatments with Mm -hmm. then-fiancé, Nick Loeb, who sought to bring them to term. And though the judge ultimately ruled in Sophia's favor, the experience might have had an effect on her views about having kids.
0: I don't know if I like 100% believe this because I really feel before you enter into a marriage, especially after dating for a long time, you're really on the same page when it comes to kids. And of course people can change their minds. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. This doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, this is going to sound mean, but I think it's just facts. Like, I also don't think you can really change your mind when you've decided to marry someone who's 51. Like, biology is real. You know, at some point women stop, you know, being fertile. Right. Well, when they got married, I guess she was like 40 four but which is still like at the very end of a biological clock it's like if you do want to
1: have kids when you get married that's something you should say because maybe like then you would start something but to be with someone who's 51 and then be disappointed that you're not having kids like that just seems kind of unfair and I agree with you that I don't necessarily believe that this is the reason but I mean it's possible that when they got married he was like fine not having kids yeah because he's like you know 46 now too but m- maybe one day you wake up and you're like, I want kids. Of course.
0: No, and by the way, we'll know if this ends up being true if Joe Manganiello's next girlfriend's really young. And like, if, if, he if having up- kids is so imp- important to him, he'll date someone in, like, late 20s, early 30s because those are your prime years. Yeah, and if he winds up having a kid. Oh, excuse me, prime fertility years. I'm not – who was – Don Lemon literally said women are in their prime when they're in their 30s. Sorry, that's not what I meant. Not me getting canceled because I literally just said what Don Lemon said. I meant – childbearing prime excuse me yeah yeah oh my god i'm literally burying myself change the subject okay
1: our next story a little update on Graham gate tmz reports that raquel gave up her dog to a shelter before the dog went to james so um james had posted some photos with Graham that we reported yesterday the dog he once shared with raquel claiming he's back with the pup for good Sources with direct knowledge told TMC that James found out through a mutual friend that Raquel was trying to find a new home for Graham. She didn't connect with him directly. Then it, I re- by the way, oh sorry. Can then it finish? was. A uh, source said that Graham was recently dropped off at a shelter and was having behavioral issues, mostly a biting problem. The Vanderpump Dog Foundation got alerted to Graham's situation right. and worked out the reunion with James and his pooch. The source says James has do- the dog in training classes and they've seemed to work. They're told James is very happy to have Graham back.
0: Yeah, I heard that like Lisa, well heard, I mean I read, Lisa was really integral in facilitating the um, reunion. The reunion, which is great that Vanderpump Dogs, like, got alerted to it. And people are really mad at Raquel for just, you know, it should be your absolute, like, last, last, like, you are dying and there's no, like, shelter's really supposed to be a last resort, especially for a dog that's, like, domesticated that's been in, you know, in a family for so long to just be dropped off at a shelter. It's like so scary. People are really mad at Raquel, especially because I am sure if she just, even she didn't have to reach out to James. Have somebody reach out to James and be like, I can't do this anymore. I'm sure Raquel's mental health is a huge factor in this. I don't know if I necessarily believe the biting thing. I think that's just what people say to be like, to take, oh, I can't have him in my house. He's biting. Um, And there are dogs who bite, of course. But I I don't feel like that was this sort of situation. Um, People are really mad at Raquel because she could have just had, you know, I don't know who's on her side but like literally anyone just take the dog and be like James please I feel like sadness for Raquel and initially I was like I I don't blame her for not being able to take care of the dog she probably can't even take care of herself um so I don't want to like judge her so too harshly because I feel like what she's going through is unimaginable especially given the fact that she's had you know weeks of treatment I just really like you know I'm glad James got the dog, but damn. I'm
1: glad James got the dog. I don't know that this is the whole story. It's not making sense to me, and I want to reserve judgment until I don't know if we'll ever get the whole story. I think she would have to like be on the show. You know, no one on the Vanderpump Camp is gonna like take the time to vouch to for share. You know what really happened, but it's like reminding me, obviously, of Lucy Lucy Apple Juice, where it's like you first heard like Dorit's dog wound up at a shelter, and you're like, oh my god, but then when you hear what actually happened, how she, like, rehomed it to a, a person and did yep. everything that she
0: could because she couldn't keep the dog in her home with her kids and the biting. Well, that's the other thing. Doreed had kids, so I think people were a little bit, you know, less quick to judge because when you do have a dog who bites, it's more of a big deal when you have tiny kids running around who can't, you know, critically think and defend themselves. Right, but you
1: don't know that, like, Raquel didn't give Graham to her sister who has kids. Right. Like, I just feel like there's more to the story. Fair, fair. It doesn't fair. make sense... It just doesn't make enough sense to me. I feel like there's pieces missing. So I am not going to judge based on just this.
0: That is completely fair. And you know what? Pro- probably a good point. And it it's feels not like plot fair, holes. It's
1: not fair to be like, I'm going to believe this story and I actually don't believe the biting part.
0: Oh my god, so true. You know? Not me being selective.
1: Right, right. So I, I'm i going to wait and see. But I don't know when. Like, does she even have you go on Instagram anymore? Like... Where she ever will know. share her truths?
0: If she gets on the show, I'm sure it'll be a a slot line. Yeah, I'm sure they'll talk about it. Even if she's not on the show, James will. You know, there's a huge update on his life, and Graham has been. You know, my puppy party. Like Graham has been a character on the show, so I'm sure it'll be a storyline. Whether or not we get Raquel's side remains to be seen.
1: Yeah, and I just wonder how they knew it was Graham.
0: Yes, well, Chip. The chip has like Graham Levis. On I him. don't know what I don't know what the chip. You know, all, most dogs who are, like, domesticated and live as pets are chipped. I don't know what information exactly the chip gives. Actually, yes, I do because I filled it out. It gives, like, contact info, owners. Yeah, it does. Oh, okay, cool.
1: Well, that's great that the Vanderpump Dog Foundation was able to liaise.
0: Yes. And find. The, like, not a single dog in the West Hollywood area gets rehomed without Vanderpump Dogs being alerted.
1: Literally. It's good. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's good. they're doing good work over there. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Is our next story that's brought to you by BetterHelp, perhaps? Yes. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward is not always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, your relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. And trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. I just feel like we're living in crazy times, and there's never really a bad time to just put yourself first and start taking care of yourself. And therapy is an amazing way to do that, and BetterHelp is an amazing accessible and affordable way to do that. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's one of the best things I think about BetterHelp is it's super normal when you start therapy to not jive with like the first or the second therapist. And it can be really awkward, you know, to have to like cancel and move and find someone new. And it's a lot of work to find someone new. BetterHelp makes it so easy. It's all done entirely online. So when you do find someone that you love, you can connect with them, you know, video chat, phone call, text, whatever medium you feel most comfortable with. And you can really, you know, be your most vulnerable and honest self. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash toast today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp, Dot com slash toast. If you've been looking for a sign to start you know, putting yourself first and taking care of your mental health, this might be it. Go to betterhelp.com slash toast today to get 10% off your first month. Today's episode is also brought to you by the farmer's dog. Whether you have a puppy that's a few weeks old or a senior dog who's seen multiple decades... Any dog person like us knows that the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. And the Farmer's Dog can help keep them healthy, which can give you more quality time with them. The Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, it's nutritionally balanced, and it's made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. It's truly the best option for your dog at all stages of life because it's not kibble, it's not canned, you know, goo, it's real food. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed. They can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they are difficult to portion accurately. The farmer's dog isn't just higher quality food. They also send food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to maintain your dog's ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full healthy life for a dog. So when you sign up for a farmer's dog, they'll ask you a ton of questions about your dog because You know, even Theo and Bruce, they're so similar, but they really require different things when it comes to diet. And so it's really tailored and super personal. A fresh diet has all sorts of benefits. Like when Theo switched, his coat seemed so much healthier and shinier. His breath, oh my God, the breath was like really killing me. Um, And they even have easier digestion and smaller, better poops. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. So if your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health. It can help them keep stay healthy, happy, and full years longer. So get 50% off your first box when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. That's 50%, percent five zero percent off your first box when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast.
1: Thank you, Claudia. Yeah, are welcome. Theo and Bruce are just like us. Like, so similar.
0: Uh, to a, so different. To the
1: untrained eye, like the same person. But mm-hmm. once you get to know them, they're so different.
0: Yeah, so personal.
1: That And also, we were saying the other day that You are actually really similar to Bruno in personality-wise. And I am very similar to Theo.
0: Yes, kind of wise, um, you know, more soft-spoken, like doesn't say everything, but when he speaks, it's real nuggets. (laughs) And Bruno and I, we just say whatever we think. Every now and then we're right about something, but mostly it's just a bunch of crap. Just a bunch of barking.
1: (gasps) No, and like that Bruno needs to be the center of attention. Like he, yes, what was that... What's that, like, song or movie, or maybe it's just, like, a myth where, like, that person who doesn't get enough attention, like, will die? Boy Who Cried Wolf? No. Person who doesn't get enough attention will die.
0: I have literally no idea. Maybe it's, like, an SNL skit? That's what it sounds like.
1: No, it sounds like, um, you know, like a myth, like a a, a folklore. Urban legend. I an know what you're saying. Urban legend, yeah.
0: Are you sure it's not the Boy Who Cried Wolf?
1: Um, no, no. Oh my god! I have no idea. This is um,
0: this is not a good Google search. I'm gonna get away. Oh no! Literally, the government monitoring you.
1: Yeah. Um. So, anyways, that's just some fun facts about us, which I think makes sense. Like that's why you're always with like your canine me, and I'm always with canine you.
0: So true. Are you ready for our next story? You could say that me and Bruno have the same energy, and you and Theo have the same (laughs) vibe.
1: And that all together we have a great ambiance.
0: You could. And that we're constantly ameliorating. Ameliorating bad vibes. Yep.
1: Ameliorate bad vibes, make them good. Make them good. Our next story, some sad news. Tony Bennett has died at the age of 96 in his hometown of New York. The legendary pop, jazz, and big band vocalist has died after a seven-year battle with Alzheimer's. He was 96. His publicist confirmed his death, revealing that he passed away in his hometown of New York. His official cause of death has not been announced yet.
0: I don't think you need an official cause of death when somebody's 96. Um, it's, you know, this, te- Alzheimer's is such a, sad thing for your family to to watch but to have made it to 96 and to have such an illustrious career and like honestly like huge peaks in your career in your 80s is so impressive and while this is such a sad way for someone to go out he really leaves behind like such an amazing career and amazing legacy so I think you know his life is worth celebrating
1: yes totally he's won 20 Grammys I feel like recently he's been introduced younger audiences he like collabed with Lady Gaga very often um
0: and he's just a, a supreme talent it was just so crazy you know when he was with Lady Gaga and everything because he's from like the Dean Martin era like really Frank Sinatra and those are people who feel like so long ago and who haven't been alive for a while so he really was this like bridge of many generations
1: yeah, he made history as one of the only artists to chart new albums in the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens, and twenty twenties.
0: That's so crazy. That is Does so he crazy. kids.
1: Um, I think so. Let me look. But also, I didn't really realize like how far back he went. I didn't yes, know he real- has four kids. I didn't
0: know he was ninety six either. Like He was such a P-jom, like so cute. He has four kids. I'm sure, you know, it's a very tough time for them, but I'm wishing them well.
1: Wishing them well.
0: That's so crazy.
1: Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yes. Someone's living Turdy's dream. Who? They just won. Who? Who? They just won $1 billion Powerball jackpot. In the heart of downtown LA, in the shadow of poverty and despair of Skid Row, someone has just won a billion dollars.
0: Um, yeah, I think this is, um, of course, big news because, you know, the Powerball, every time it reaches the bills is always a big deal. But for the ticket to have bought, been bought like right on the edges of Skid Row is so, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like a dichotomy? Dichotomous? You love dichotomy. I do love dichotomy, but it's such a... Stark? stark, and really highlights the poverty issue in this country. Yeah. Has the person come forward to claim the ticket yet? I don't believe yet, and I want to say something, because I am happy, of course, if it can't be me and let it be someone, you know, who deserves it. But um, I'm happy that you know, this particular community is where the the Powerball ticket was purchased. But don't you feel like it's always in California?
1: Yeah, I do feel that way.
0: And is that because California is technically the, the biggest state population-wise? I believe it is.
1: Yeah, like, so their odds are oh. higher. But still, it is, it does beg the question. Now, maybe California just has, like, a culture of, people who love lottery tickets
0: you know by the way california is the biggest state ranked by population they have 39 million people as of i believe 2023 texas is next with 30 million florida 22 million new york 19 million
1: yeah but still it does feel like it's always california
0: it does right Mm -hmm. and yes population wise it would make sense for them to be you know Having the like the most yeah. Powerball winners, but not every time.
1: Yeah, it's giving kind of like that Monopoly documentary.
0: Oh, vibe. should we look into this? What
1: was that called, McMillions?
0: That was a good documentary.
1: Yeah, it was frustrating. Frustrating, but good. It was really unbelievable.
0: It was unbelievable, and it also felt like like a victimless crime because McDonald's was the one who, but then there was a lot of like inter inter crime between all the different no, criminals. The actual victims
1: were the people they were setting up to win. Oh yeah. They they like they literally were paying money for the rest of their lives. Like it, it, yeah. it put them in debt. And not mm. in the same way that like a lot of lottery winners go into debt like from overspending, but because like, you know, the big guys they were upstairs taxes. like no no no. The people who just, like chose them to win, they mm-hmm. the the corrupt people at McDonald's or McDonald's third party agency they said, you'll win this money, but you need to pay us every single, like, we want our cut. Yeah. And they, and like, after everything, they there was no money to be given. Got it.
0: Well, I can't wait to hear the story of the person who won this. I hope it wasn't like, you know, uh, you know, a California businessman just driving through town, you know? Yeah. I want to know who won it. Oh,
1: what's also really funny is recently someone won, I think, a billion dollars, and he's been like in the news a lot. Like we reported the house that he bought
0: in yeah. LA. Like you he, become like a star. Yeah, he's living the life. Yeah, he, like, bought a house, like, in a really celebrity, like, I think he bought the house next to The weekend like, a very star-studded neighborhood. Yeah. And I think, if I recall correctly, we commended him for spending his money exactly how we would spend it.
1: Yeah, he's been living well. I think he told everyone, like, don't call me, don't text me, I don't know you guys anymore. Right,
0: if you're from my former life, we don't see each other. I won't be picking up the phone. Hilarious. (laughs) He needs a reality show. I'm sure he's, you know, producing his own. yeah. So I don't believe they have to release the identity of the person who wins. I think more often than not people want to because with that kind of attention comes, you know, fame and opportunity and interviews and that's exciting for someone. Um, It's entirely possible we won't find out who this is, but I would love to hear their story.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: And I'm happy for them. I really am. I'm also happy for the IRS who just made $400 million. More, no? I think I read on Twitter today it was like 450
1: Oh, cool. Spend it wisely.
0: Yeah, don't spend it all in one place.
1: (laughs) Well, those are the Fast Five stories, and I feel so you need to know them before you embark on your fabulous weekend, other people, and for Claudia, before you embark on what I hope to be an extremely treacherous, unenjoyable weekend. Uh,
0: I'll do my absolute best to have the absolute worst time, just for you.
1: I can't. Like, should I watch your guys' stories?
0: Honestly, no. Like, maybe you
1: should. Do you want me to block you? No, that hurts more, because now it's like, oh, you're mad at me? Okay, you want to block me? No, I have... I can exercise my free will restraint and re- yes I'm a very restraint person. I'm restrained. just I need to decide what's going to be like best for my, my mental health. Maybe watching a Luke Holmes concert like by Carrie on Instagram is going to be good for me.
0: So I am going to two shows and I feel like one of them I'm going to post so everyone can see like what's going on and the other I'm just going to truly enjoy. I feel like that's such a luxury to be able to go to two. I feel like that actually hurts more if you're like not posting. Oh, because she's having too much fun. She's not even posting. That's so true. Yeah, Yeah, actually. I'll post a lot so you think I'm having a bad time.
1: Yeah, because I could be she's not even present.
0: Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'll be so not present. (laughs) (laughs) You have to laugh or you'll cry. I know.
1: I'm not really a FOMO person, but this, this hurts. It's tough. This is tough. But you know what? I'll look at the bright side. I don't have to make the road trip. I don't have to drive with you.
0: Oh, and Ben can't come. So, like, I'm driving. I hate driving long distances. Like, it's my least favorite thing.
1: But you're going to split it with
0: Emily. Yeah, no, I think it'll be like 70-30 with me and Emily. Yeah. Fun times.
1: Okay, yeah. well, if you want to see how Claudia drives and check out her new car and watch oh, us yes. stuff our faces, this episode's over, but you can ever head over to patreon.com slash the toast for our mook vlog. We are trying three fast food restaurants that we had never been to before, for the most part, and sharing our thoughts and the journey. You also get like a really nice view of New York, Queens, like the bridge. It's There's a lot to see. So head on over. It's a feast for the senses. And we will see you on Monday.
0: A feast for the senses.
1: Have a great weekend. Love ya. Bye.